Recorded live on DementiaRadio.org, it's the Funny Music Podcast. Brought to you by TheFunk.com, where you can download new free comedy songs twice a week. Now, here's your hosts, Devo Spice and the great Luke Ski. Hey, Devo Spice. Hey, Luke Ski. We have Santana Maynard sitting next to me. Hi. Hi, Santana. And in the back... In the backseat, we have Toast. And neither of those people are fump artists. Yet. (laughs) Yet. Yeah, okay. I I, I think it's safe to say Santana will be on a future track of mine. It's a matter of time. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I I never heard back from Joe J. Thomas. I didn't know if he'd be joining us live or not. I have a pre-recorded interview with Jace McLean of Nuclear Bubble Wrap, and I unfortunately was not able to hook anything up with uh, Howie Newman. So it's going to be just Luke and I tonight, it looks like, and uh, his passengers. So (laughs) welcome to episode 661 of the Funny Music Podcast. For February 16th, 2023, the title of this week's episode is An Instinctive Scream, and your job is to work that into our conversation somehow. I say for the benefit of the people who aren't normally here, but it's just me and Luke, and we know the drill, so anyway. (laughs) So, uh, let's let's do the catch-up thing. Let's get caught up with what Devo and Luke have been up to since last week. Or else, Devo, if Luke failed and didn't show up. Hey, what? Oh, he's right. So, Luke, what you been up to? Um, MarsCon stuff and working my day job and MarsCon stuff, uh, pretty much. Um, yeah. I, especially over the past two days, since I had the past two days off, I have been trying desperately to get a handful of things done that needed to get done a long time ago, but I'm not getting around to them to them till now. Unfortunately, um, I did get some of them done earlier this week because this past Sunday, uh, we had a concom meeting. So I was able to have a discussion with them about some things. I need to send off some emails to people. Um, but the big, the big, you know, uh, tasks that I have been trying to accomplish that needed to get done were the making of the uh, audio promo that plugs both the convention and the fundraiser album, uh, the the free 30-minute preview uh, of the fundraiser that I put up on the Batterport podcast feed so people have a thing they can listen to if they need to be coerced into buying the album, uh, and also the video uh, that I, the past few years, have been making on Storyboard Pro to go along with the audio promo so that I can promote it uh, with video on all the social medias and such. Um, so I got the audio promo done. I got the, uh, the, the, the free preview podcast done. And, uh, I spent, you know, all day today trying to get the, the, uh, storyboard animatic, uh, version of the video promo done in time for this episode. But, um, I, I didn't get it done. Partially because I chose to get some sleep last night. <laughs> Silly Which, man. you know, is a thing. Yeah, it's a so rookie no. mistake, dude. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, it was kind of up in the air about whether or not uh, uh, Santana and Toast needed me to give them a ride to the airport or not because another friend of theirs was maybe going to do it. And then it ended up not happening. But that's fine. Um, so basically, basically, um, I have to work tomorrow 
So my plan is uh, after I drop him off the airport, I'm going to go see uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania with Tony Goldmark and a bunch of other people. And then after that, I'm going to go home. I'm going to finish the video promo uh, and do a few other things so that I can get up tomorrow morning, you know, hopefully around like 9 a.m. and start posting those promos everywhere, emailing everyone to say, hey, here are the promos, here are the promos, put them on your video feed, put them on your TikTok, put them on your podcast, etc., and really drive, uh, you know, the whole, I, I, this, the whole purpose of doing this is that last bit of a push to get the fundraiser to hit its goal. Um, and I'll update on the fundraiser when, uh, when we um, uh, get to the news part of the show. Cool. But yeah, I think that's about it. Besides uh, learning how to take care of a snake, because mm-hmm. I'm taking care of Santana's snake, because she is flying to the West Coast to East Coast. she's flying to the to the East Coast from the West Coast uh, to spend some time out with her family, and their family has a, a business, and she's going to help them do business, and also visit her family, and she's going to be there for quite a while. Um, so, <laughs> like she's she's going to get back after MarsCon is over. So. Ah, okay. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, so she'll be gone for uh, for a few weeks, and in that meantime, I will be taking care of Star Lord the Snake uh, and feeding him lovely little pre-deadened mouses. <laughs> Are you going to be anywhere near New Jersey? Uh, she's uh, going to be in uh, West West Virginia. No, that's nowhere near New Jersey. Thank God. Okay. Um, <laughs> West Virginia, not Santana. That's anyway. Um, if, if Shoebox is ever on the show and Santana is nearby, we should have them do a discussion about West Virginia yes. and what it's like to go up there. <laughs> <laughs> so, what have you been up to, Devo Spice? Um, well, I finally saw Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. Yeah. It's when, so good! Yeah, and uh, the funny thing is, it was not even on my radar when it first came out because like I've seen the Shrek movies and then like I've, I've seen the first two at least. And I was like, you know, they were, I, I, they didn't grab me. I thought they were okay, but you know, they were fine, but they didn't, you know, were never a favorite of mine. So when the Puss in Boots, you know, things came out, I was, I didn't really pay much attention to it. And this movie came out and I was like, okay, it's another Puss in Boots thing. I'm not going to bother. And then your podcast, you and Kyle are like, like really <laughs> debating between Puss in Boots and Turning Red for the best film of the year. And I'm like, wow, really? And then I saw this other video on YouTube about a guy talking about the state of the animation industry and how Puss in Boots did everything right. And this other movie, I forget what it was called, did everything wrong. And I was and, and like, he basically sold me on Puss in Boots. And I was like, Okay, I guess I need to go see this. So I finally got around to seeing it the other day, and I loved it. It's a fantastic film. So I, w- I would be interested to see that video that you were just talking about, where uh, the, the video that convinced you to see it. Where I'm, cu- I'm curious what the other movie that did everything wrong was. I'll, I'll see if I can find it. It should be in my YouTube history somewhere. Yeah. Um, I have been booked at RavenCon, so I will be at RavenCon again this year. That is taking place in late April. Awesome. And uh, the only other thing I did was uh, my acting class last night. We did a, a improv bit where we had to do a dating video where, you know, remember the dating video things were like, hi, I'm Tom. Yeah. You should date me because blah, blah, blah. And except the deal was we had to be undateable. We had to either say something or do something or just be so bad of a catch that nobody would would call us. And. 
I I got up yeah, there. No, you know how I would you know how I would do that if how? I were doing it? How? I would turn the camera on and hit record and that's it. <laughs> I I considered doing <laughs> that myself. Um <laughs> And actually, the teacher kind of made that joke, and he, he, I sat down, and he goes, "Tom, you're going to be easy at this." And I was like, "Yeah, thanks." I'm just like, "I'm here." And I'm like, um, "No, what I what I did was like, I, I was like, hi, my name's Cletus, and I'm a butcher. I enjoy cutting up cows. I'm looking for a woman who also enjoys cutting up cows." And I talked about sleeping in the cow carcass and stuff like that and then i made a really offensive joke at the end and that kind of sealed the deal and i was the first person in my class to get you know basically pass the uh the test with no nobody calling me or at least according to the teacher's opinion so that was a lot of fun it was amusing like how bad the women in the class did at this because they completely underestimate men like for example there was one girl gets up, gets up in front of the class and goes, and goes, she goes, well, I was born without a colon, so when we have sex, I will be shitting on you. And the he she finishes her bit. She thinks she's, like, really disgusting. And the teacher goes, you would get so many phone calls. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, and she, she also meant she was looking for a rich guy. And he's like, do you know how many rich guys pay women to shit on them? Like, you would get all the phone calls. So it I mean, was a fun exercise. Like dedicated to specifically that kink. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Oh, I really liked your um, uh, on TikTok. I saw your uh, recreation of the scene from Spaceballs. With oh yes, <laughs> that was I fun. I want to do it, so I can do the other part. <laughs> mm. We could totally do that. Yeah, because what I did was I I took the the video from that scene. And I just edited the audio so that Dark Helmet's um, voice was edited out, but there was still the background noise of the ship and stuff. And yeah. so I was I was able to just play the audio of that and then react to it and do the video. That was for a um, an audition on Backstage.com for a, a guy who was making a short film that he described as a parody of something else. And he was looking for comedy, so I was like, that seems like a good way to do it. Never heard back from it, not expecting to, but, you know, it was worth a shot. All right, uh, let's do some music. Our first song of the week is by Joe J. Thomas, who I'm presuming is back in Spain, which is why he's not joining us live. Um, this is My One-Eyed Love by Joe J. Thomas. This one goes out to my one-eyed love The sailor man who always smokes a corncob pipe A spinach can fortifies that man This one goes out to my one-eyed love This one goes out 
to my one-eyed love An oddly deep cleft chin and really beefy arms Got a magic jeep and a baby named Sweet Pea This one goes out to my one-eyed love Papa This one goes out to my one-eyed love Olive oil will never keep him from my side Bluto is my name Call me Brutus just the same This one goes out to my one-eyed love So the first time I heard this song come through the thump, I, I'm listening to it and I'm like, it gets to the chorus and I'm like, he's going to go Popeye. I know he is. And then sure enough, it happened and I loved it. So <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to say that I don't know what the deal is with um, if it's like the, you know, my internet connection via my phone or whatever uh, being not that strong, but um Listening to the song on, on my end right here, it's like we couldn't hear the music behind the vocals. So it just sounds like he's singing about Popeye with no music behind it. Oh, wow. That's weird. So it's it's very reminiscent of like, you know, the dumb parody ideas contest. Like this guy just got <laughs> to the mic and started singing a parody he made about Popeye acapella. So people in the chat know, on Twitch, know. let me know if you heard the music okay. Otherwise, I got to look into something. I may have to fix yeah. it in post. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Joe J. Uh, Thomas can be found at joesdump.com. Uh, let's do some news. This is the phone. Hey, Chipotle, all you had to do was melt some cheese into a bowl and turn it into goo. How you messed it up, but we would never really know. Tu queso no es bueno en mi holy, holy, yo. He rips it out, it goes round and round. They all watch in awe. It hangs all the way to the ground. It cannot be stopped. No one makes a sound. They're hypnotized. They now the show itself is a walking devil. I don't want no dead people. Won't want those dead That's the funny 
music project at thefump.com. T-H-E-F-U-M-P.com. Time for funny music news. Something, something, something. In the news, Richard Cheese is donating money to earthquake relief. Uh, starting the other day, name your price on all Richard Cheese album downloads at richardcheese.bandcamp.com, and all of the profits will be donated to earthquake relief charities. He says, thank you for your generosity and support for the victims of this month's terrible tragedy. That's richardcheese.bandcamp.com. Whitney Avalon's WTF 2020s video has been accepted into a film festival. She says the video for WTF 2020s has been accepted into an Academy Award qualifying film festival. Uh, the video will be up on the big screen at CineQuest in August, plus in their CineJoy virtual film festival next month. She says, I performed with the flawless Thomas Lennon, wrote with the brilliant Ryan O'Connell, produced with the luminous Vicky style of, of Pollution Studios, and directed this product and couldn't be more proud of all the work that them and the rest of the crew did is being recognized in this way. So congratulations, Whitney. And Robbie Ellis's hey, Sunday... Hmm? Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just saying, yay, Whitney. Yeah. Robbie Ellis's Sunday Fizz show is returning. This is a monthly comedy show taking place at the Rhapsody Theater in Chicago on the last Sunday of every month. Coming up this month on the 26th, we have uh, Lizzie Kaneki, Kaneki, sorry, uh, Ross Childs, Seth Davis, and Darren Robinson. Next month on the on March 26th, we have Gail Gallagher, Groovebox, Deanna Ortiz, and Mike Gospel. And on April 30th, we have Arn Parrott, Andrew Baldwin, uh, Yoonji Kim, and Ashley Hardgrave. Apologies for butchering those names. but um, so Check out Robbie Ellis' website, RobbieEllis.net, for information about this show. All right, Luke, MarsCon update. So, yeah, here is the update on the fundraiser. Um, we are up to uh, $944.00 which is 78% of the way to our goal, which means to hit our goal, we need to sell at least nine more copies of the collection. So uh, 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 the names of the donors since the last time people donated, uh, the first one, it's a woman named Amy, spelled A-I-M-E-E, and I forgot her last name. If I, was, if I was at home in front of my computer, I'd have it right in front of me, but... I apologize, I don't. So I will reread her name next week when I am able to have the computer in front of me. Uh, another one of the donors was Mike Buechler. So thank you very much, Mike. And uh, our third donor, really interesting because I don't ever remember this donor buying the collection before. The name of the donor is Demento Online Club. <laughs> Excellent. So, I don't know if that's Mysterious Moe's or if that's, you know, Dr. D himself ordering the collection, but... It's like, all right, cool. Um, it well, certainly he, would be nifty if uh, this led to Dr. D playing something from the collection on, you know, the uh, show. But I, you know, I, 
I'm trying to remember if, ever, if he's ever actually done that. I'm sure he has at some point, but usually because I specifically reached out to him and asked him for it. But this is the first time I remember him buying the collection. So that's awesome. <laughs> Maybe it's a slow month for getting you know new music sent to him by people <laughs> all over the world. So. But yeah, so if you guys want to help us hit our goal. Um, Please go to MarsConComedy.com, click on the shop page, and you can get this year's collection uh, featuring excerpts from all of the live concerts from MarsCon 2022, uh, featuring our music guests, Savannah, TV's Kyle, Lintilla, and myself, and a whole lot of people, but not Devo Spice because he wasn't there. Yeah, keep rubbing it in. Keep rubbing it in. It's like you're the one who chose to have children. I know. Keep thinking of how much more money I would have if I never had kids. <laughs> hey, I don't have kids and I'm super broke. So That's true. Whatever. Um, anyway, so yeah, go to marsconcompany.com, click on the shop page. It's $30 for a just under four, four hour long collection of all those concerts from 2022. And if you want to get previous years, those are available at the website on the past fundraisers page. And the instructions on the, are there on how to order all of those. If you want to order all 17 of the collections dating all the way back to the year 2007, uh, you can get all of them for $200, which is uh, like only 42% of the price of buying them all individually. If you want to, you know, give us a big old chunk of money and help us, you know, get that much closer to the goal. That's the thing you can do. Um, I was, I, I, I was trying desperately to get the like i said that video promo done in time for this podcast and i did so uh i will like i said i'll be sending off a bunch of promo stuff on all my social media and via few more people hearing about fiction so maybe we'll even get some new people showing up in minneapolis or so, oh, and um, Jared Perez still needs a couple more volunteers for Table 27. So if you would like to donate a little bit of your time and get a comped badge for the weekend, which uh, at this point is a value of $70, uh, just email me, thegreatlipski at gmail.com. Let me know that you're interested in working at Table 27, and I will forward the information to our table head, Jared Perez, and we'll get all that figured out. But we've got four volunteers right now. We'd like to get at least two more if we can. So... There we go. Now I'm done. All right. Tour dates. On Sundays online, Steve Goody hosting at the Bluebird in Nashville, Tennessee. On Mondays online, Steve Goody and Brad Tassel at virtualcomedyshow.com. I didn't mean to say online for the Bluebird. I just... (laughs) Anyway. On the 17th in Jefferson, Louisiana, Consortium of Genius. On the 21st in Chicago, Illinois, Jake Duar. The 23rd through the 26th in San Luis Obispo, California, Phil Johnson, a roadside attraction. The 28th in Chicago, Illinois, Jake Duar. On the 28th in Santa Cruz, California, Phil Johnson, a roadside attraction. And on the 28th online, Carla Ulbrich. And birthdays. Go ahead. I've been meaning to say this for a while. Um, I'm going to is it okay if I if I put you on the on the screen so people can see you for a second? Oh, I look terrible. I'm going to an airport. Oh, okay, never mind. That. <laughs> Fine, I'll I'll save that for another day. Okay, it's a it's a it's, it's a visual thing. So it's anyway, thing? yeah. Hang on, let me see how the lighting is. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> we'll save it. We'll save it for when she's back from her trip. It's fine. Okay. 
Uh, birthdays coming up on the 19th, Shoebox of Worm Quartet. And coming up on the 22nd, Carrie Dalby. This is a very oddly shoebox-heavy episode because the the first song, the one-eyed love, Shoebox famously hates Popeye, like, with a passion. And it's his birthday, and this upcoming song is a cover of a Worm Quartet song. So there's lots of shoebox here, and shoebox ain't here. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so so here is... Uh, Vampire Penguins, as covered by Nuclear Bubble Wrap. Oh, wait, you know what? I think I forgot to set up Jake Jace's interview, so... Yeah, let me do that really quick. Uh, I think it's... I could tell you in a minute. Uh, ten minutes and twenty seconds. Okay, well... We got forty-five minutes till the airport. Unless this, unless this purple lady really helps us out. Okay. All right. So here is Vampire Penguins by Nuclear Bubble Wrap. Vampire Penguins. 
us vampire penguins. Give us vampire penguins. We just won't rest until we have a vampire I'm here with Jace McLean of Nuclear Bubble Wrap. How you doing, Jace? Hello, I'm good. Today's my anniversary with Julia. Happy anniversary. How long have you two been together? Ten years. Wow. So it's, a, it's like yeah. an important anniversary. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a big, big uh, decade. We've been together for a decade. That's crazy. It's literally like a third of our lives. Yeah. <laughs> Which is why he's not on the podcast live tonight, because he's doing more important things. Right, right. <laughs> but uh, so tell us about Vampire Penguins. Yeah, vampire penguins. So, um, so I, I I started putting together. I started feeling a little bit nostalgic for uh, exploding head syndrome, which is the nuclear bubble wrap album that we put out in the year 2010, and it was a very important album for us in a lot of ways. Uh, it was our first ever full length studio album recorded in a professional studio. Uh, up to that point, all of our albums were just done in my bedroom while I was going to high school. Mm-hmm. Um. And uh, the high school albums are their own, like kind of in their own little world. And, you know, we don't really see I'm still in that high school phase. I've never actually recorded anything in a real studio. Everything I've ever done has been right here in this room. Yeah. Or my previous recordings. Your recordings actually sound good. Um, (laughs) Well, thank you. Probably mostly because uh, a a lot of it is like electronic based. Right. So, you know. We were like trying to record like real drums and like, you know, guitars and stuff. And uh, yeah, it it sounds very amateur. So it was a huge deal for us to um, we 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 went to college at Middle Tennessee State University, which is near Nashville, which is where Steve Goody lives. And we and thus began our working relationship with Steve Goody, which continues to this day. Um. And uh, so Exploding Head Syndrome was our first professionally produced album. And it also had a lot of different, uh, um, uh, a lot of very important songs on it for us, uh, including Sharktopus, which is our most popular song by far and away. It's got mm-hmm. like 10 million views on it. Um, uh, it also contained um, Draining the Lizard on a Dead Gay Wizard, as well as Avada Kedavra. Um, both of which were pretty like little viral Harry Potter hits back when Harry Potter was cool to like. <laughs> um, and uh, it also had Write You a Song, which was the number one song on the Dr. Domino show of 2010. So this was it was a big a, album. Yeah, it was a big, big release for us. Um, and, and the album did very, very well. We um, we pressed, I think, 200 copies of the CD and they all sold out by the year 2012 so like we literally had cds of it for two years before they were just gone um and so uh yeah so and and you know ever since we um have made albums since exploding head syndrome the the other kind of big thing about exploding head syndrome it was it it was our last album where we did song parodies and we Mm -hmm. kind of decided to that we wanted to artistically move away from song parodies 
And um, now I, I I have a different outlet for that, which um, is, you know, it's been a behind the scenes thing that's been kind of happening in the background for a while, but there will be things to reveal about Holy Bongwater, which is my song parody project uh, later. Um, some things will be revealed at MarsCon. Um, Teasing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, but um, so, you know, as we shifted away from what exploding head, head syndrome was, we um, we kind of started to kind of try like getting our image away from what that album was. We kind of started, you know, like like we're still a quirky band. We're still like a humorous band, but we didn't want to be seen as like a weird owl type mm-hmm. thing. We wanted to be seen more as like a they might be giants, lemon demon kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that worked. And like that's like that's where we are now. But uh, but now uh, everybody's feeling a little little nostalgic, and and we're and now um, you know, we have a bunch of uh people in the Needle Juice Records Discord server who have been learning a lot about nuclear bubble wrap and the history behind what we've been doing and. There was kind of this th- this idea started brewing of like, what if we did these box sets of the of the early material? And so we are going to do two box sets, and this is the first one. So this is us digging into the well of the ex- entire exploding head syndrome era of recordings. Pretty much every r- recording that exists from this time period is on this box set. Um, so, so, you know, you not only get the full album of Exploding Head Syndrome, you get the entire You Are What You Eat EP, which came out the year before, and you also get, um, a bunch of, like, miscellaneous other recordings that didn't make it onto the album, like, full-fledged studio recordings, stuff like Hula Hoop, Disney Song, uh, the Adventure Time Song, Mm -hmm. um, stuff like that is, is all there, as well as you get... Um, a bunch of demos, a bunch of random, just like cover songs that I recorded for fun. And, uh, and then you also get an entire disc of, uh, of an album of a, of another album we made at the same time as, as exploding head syndrome called graze the skylines. And it was kind of this like secret album. It was kind of, it was an exercise in creativity more than it was anything that was like meant to ever be released. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like these weird experimental lo-fi recordings. And, uh, and it was, and there was, there's a complete album of it. Some of the songs on it ended up becoming songs on our next album, Psychodelicacy. They were like, they were kind of demos for that essentially. Sure. Um, so some of those songs did get used, but uh, yeah, there's just this weird lost album on there as well. And uh, and then you also get some live recordings. Um, including and Abracadabra is on there too, right? Yeah, Abracadabra. All of Abracadabra is there okay. as well. Um, so yeah, yeah, you get all this content all across, spanning across four CDs. And Vampire Penguins is just one of those like random cover songs that I was recording for fun because um, at the time I was going to... Uh, I was studying auto audio production in in college. And so I was I was trying to get better at like home recording and like trying to actually make things sound good by myself and stuff. So a, lo- a lot of times I would just sit down and I would just decide like, oh, I'll just I'll just record like a random cover of the song. And that's what Vampire Penguins is. It's just, uh, you know, I, I never intended to release this. It was just kind of like a, a thing I made one day for fun. <laughs> 
And uh, I'm not even sure if I showed it to Shoebox or not. I, I don't know if he ever heard it. Um, <laughs> but this is an old recording, right? This is from yeah, that yeah, era. This, this is an old recording. This is I, I, I must have recorded this in like 2010 or 2011. OK, yeah. I, I, I remember doing it like like all in one day. It, it probably took me only like two or three hours to record it. Is that all um, you on the vocals or is there anybody yeah, else? Yeah, yeah, it's it's all me. Um, yeah, like a lot of those like random cover songs on it are just are just me. OK, uh, just just doing something by myself just because I felt like making something. So, yeah, so that's just that's just one of those. And um, I kind of like it because I, I decided to take it and make it like a guitar based thing. Mm hmm instead of like the synth based thing that uh shoebox's version is so um whatever it is I, I i hope he likes it um i i i'm pretty sure i got some lyrics wrong and stuff like i didn't like i i was trying to just kind of like i i don't think i even knew what all the proper lyrics were so i was trying to just kind of decipher <laughs> what i thought i was hearing um well yeah. I, nothing jumped out at me as like no he did that didn't do that one right but, okay uh... okay yeah Maybe I'll have to go back and study it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Shoebox, I'll send you your 9.1 cents per copy soon. So expect your check for 18.2 cents. Yeah, uh, yeah. next week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. So, uh, yeah, best of I don't want to keep you too long. I know it's your anniversary. Uh, best of luck with the with the box set and uh, nice job on the cover. And oh, happy yeah, anniversary. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um, I should say that uh, the box set is called Heady Explosions 12 years after Exploding Head Syndrome. It's the full name of it. The packaging of it um, is parodying um, the way Flaming Lips box sets look. Um, and the the layout work was done beautifully by um, by one of the one of our uh, valued Discord community members um, whose name is Egan Laser. Uh, and they did an amazing job on this thing. And uh, uh, you can pre-order it um, either on the Nuclear Bubble Wrap Bandcamp at nuclearbubblewrap.bandcamp.com in which you get, you know, a download of all 95 tracks that are there. Wow. Um, <laughs> or or you can pre-order it at needlejuicerecords.com. And uh, right now it is currently like the first thing that you see on the page when you go to the website. So... It's it's right there. It's four discs. Um, it's a lot of content. It's put together beautifully. Oh, and I will also say that um, there are liner notes written by me where I write this like huge essay that's like all retrospective. And, you know, I try to get a lot of information in there for anyone who might find it interesting. So. Um, nice. Excellent. Best of luck with it. Yeah, thank you. And uh, we'll catch you next time. Yeah, yeah. Thanks a bunch. Making the internet absolutely ridiculous. Dementia Radio. www.dementiaradio.org. Port 8027. Please hang up and try again. This is the part where there's feedback. 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 You know that segment of the show we do about now? Feedback. Feedback. <laughs> feedback. <laughs> Feedback. Hamner hack. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> Hamner hack wrote, 
I never heard of the movie Skinnamarink before, but when I was a kid up here, there were some children's performers called Sharon, Lewis, and Brahms, and that was one of their signature songs. So my brain instantly thought of a horror movie where the elephant sneaks into a person's house on a spider's web. Trust me, your other Canadian listener is laughing at this. Hi, Errol. <laughs> Thank you, Hamner Hack. And... Draconis wrote, Luke, no MarsCon preview on Bad Rapport this year? It's been over a year since the last podcast on there, and it was the 22 preview. Well, I said earlier, I'm, I intended it to be done by the time we recorded this episode. Um, and technically it is done. I'm just not promoting it until tomorrow morning. So there you go. Yeah. All right. We have a third song this week. This is Big in Belgium by Howie Newman. My agent hasn't called me in 18 weeks And I really could use a few bucks If I don't get a gig in a day or two I'm gonna have to go back to driving trucks It's making me crazy, it's getting me down I can't seem to make any waves in this town But I'm big in Belgium I'm loaded with fame Brussels and Copenhagen, they all know my name They love me in Belgium, over there I'm the man Well, I'm the biggest thing in Belgium since Steely Dan All the critics are so hard to please The radio stations send back my CDs The club owners hide when I walk through the door I can't take this kind of rejection no more I dream about playing in big sold-out halls But even my mother won't return my phone calls But I'm big in Belgium I'm loaded with fame in Brussels and Copenhagen, they all know my name They love me in Belgium Over there I'm the man Well, I'm the biggest thing in Belgium since Steely Dan I'm big in Belgium, I'm loaded with fame Brussels and Copenhagen, they all know my name They love me in Belgium, over there I'm Reeling in the years, stowing away the time And I'm the biggest thing in Belgium since Steely Dan I'm the biggest thing in Belgium Ever. 
So my apologies to Howie Newman. I was supposed to do an interview with him the other day, and I missed it because work got stupidly busy, and then he wasn't available to reschedule. So for all of that, I pronounce an instinctive scream. So there. All right. I knew it was a scream. I couldn't remember what kind it was. Uh, teasing. Teasing. He's a teasing kind of guy. Now you have a job. Yeah. Tomorrow's song is by the Suffolk Good Players. Hooray. And Tuesday's song is by Lemon Demon. Woo. Um, all right. I need a playlist top, a Spotify playlist topic for this week. You want to try to get something out of your passengers? <laughs> <laughs> what would be a good topic for a playlist of comedy music songs? Crime? Hmm? Crime. Crime? Crime. Yeah. All right. I should be able to do that. Yeah. All right. It's Stan Freeberg's uh, Dragonette bit on Spotify. <laughs> Probably. I'll take a look. All right. Uh, Howie Newman is at HowieNewman.com. Nuclear Bubble Wrap is at NuclearBubbleWrap.com. And also check out NeedleJuiceRecords.com. And Joe J. Thomas is at Joe'sDump.com. And Luke is on his way to LAX. Yes. And then on my way to the Quantum Realm. <laughs> All right. Let's get out of here. Thank you for listening to the Funny Music Podcast. I'm Devo Spice. And I'm Luke Ski. And Santana has a snake. Yeah. Snake. Thank you for listening to the Funny Music Podcast. You can listen live every Thursday night at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 Pacific at DementiaRadio.org. And join us in the chat. Or subscribe to the podcast feed. Look us up on iTunes and be sure to leave us a review. Feedback for the show can be sent to info at thefump.com. The Funny Music Podcast is a production of Fidem Interactive, LLC, released under a Creative Commons share-alike license. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. Shout it to random people on the street. And be sure to visit thefump.com for the latest funny songs. Tune in next week, where you'll hear Luke Ski say... I want to see Snakey! <laughs>